0: Welcome to This Is The Place, brought to you by We Own This Town, where we discuss the ever-growing and shrinking bar and restaurant scene here in Nashville, Tennessee. My name is Matt Meeks. With me, as always, right now is Michael Eads. Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I think I forgot to put deodorant on. I just realize Oh that. wow. Did you just smell um, yourself? I did. Oh. Well, and the thing is I use uh natural Sure. You're a Tom's man? I don't man? do the crystal, I do na- uh, native. 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 It works swimmingly. Uh, in colder times. Mm. Not so cold today? No. Not we're getting and, uh, into those
1: uh, Tennessee summers. Yeah, so
0: I think I'm gonna have
1: to adjust. Does that mean doubling deodorant. down on the amount that you use or using something else?
0: I have to use something else. Okay. okay. A you, crystal and native? No, 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 no. I think I have to go like the aluminum, you
1: know, the yeah, typical. Yeah. yeah, man. You gotta get some sort of like mental disability from using your deodorant. <laughs> That's what you want. You wanna get yes. Alzheimer's. Sure. Because you don't want your arms. You don't want to
0: stink. Enough. Yeah. You might not remember a lot later on. (laughs) Oh, so sad. So sad. That's how it is. Anyways, (laughs) how are
1: you doing? Uh, You know, pretty well. I've been uh, starting to go out to places and uh, living that maskless life. Yes. And uh, it's both liberating and terrifying. Yes. Just simply one year of a global pandemic was enough to train my brain to be scared.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, we went out to eat last Friday so i will date this a little bit so it was the one day after the mass mandate had been lifted yeah we went inside a restaurant and it was weird to see not not as weird to see like people not wearing a mask just because if you're drinking or eating typically every mask off but like the servers and everybody like nobody had the mask on and it was yeah frightening (laughs) is accurate it was like what and then after a couple minutes like man This is great. Yeah. It's really, really nice. There's that weird creeping sort of like am i safe is, oh yeah is yeah. this okay like yeah, yeah. uh you know and there's still definitely instances where i am wearing a mask
1: yeah you know yeah i mean and, we've said this on the show before like we believe in science so it's cool yeah but also it's cool that mask culture is kind of maybe here to stay because there is yeah.
0: a positive aspect to it just being like normal totally yeah yeah and i can see uh come wintertime people putting a mask on maybe because if they want to say hey i'm don't want to get the flu and yeah. this will help me maybe reduce the possibility. How of many times has a coworker come to work and they're like, Oh, I feel sick. I should have <laughs> stayed home. <laughs> and you're like, why right. didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, now they'll just say it while wearing a mask. Exactly. Hopefully.
1: But that, I mean, that will help.
0: Yes. It's better
1: than we'll them see. sneezing on you. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very true. So, um, yeah, no, it's great. And I think everybody is definitely feeling similar because the restaurants are very busy. It yeah. seems like. Yeah, for sure. Good thing. Very very good thing. So, Openings. Yeah. You got any? I got a couple of things I want to talk about. Same. Uh, why don't you go first? Okay. Well, the first
1: thing that I read about recently yeah. that you may also have on your list yeah. is a place called The Wash. I heard about it, but I, that was not one of my places. I've seen it making the rounds on yeah. the like Food Bites blog and right. uh, the eateries. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's an old car wash on Gallatin okay. Road that's been completely renovated and modernized and will have six international eateries inside of it right um including
0: soy cubano the pokey tootsie loose tacos
1: and more tootsie
0: loose. yeah turkey. so are those establishments that are already in existence yes yeah i
1: mean as far as i know i've i know soy cubano definitely yeah exists. that name sounds familiar mm-hmm. i'm not familiar with the pokey but it kind of sounds familiar yeah so i don't know i literally read maybe the first paragraph yeah so what's up with it it's a car wash yeah, it has but,
0: restaurants in it, right? So they have to be like very small establishments.
1: Well, my from the render that they showed in the article, and from my understanding of having this many restaurants in a place, it will be very similar to Hunter Station. Okay, you know, right. it's like. Hunter Station has a lot of restaurants in it, but they're kind of all one space.
0: Yeah. So it'll be the same thing. And maybe this will have a huge pavilion to where you can Mm -hmm. go outside and eat. Mm -hmm. um,
1: Probably some hoses where you can wash each other off, you know, after you eat. Yeah. Awesome. Sponges. Yeah. Can't lose that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I, you know, it's funny when those things happen where something, this is a mall, this is a food court. We're talking right. about a food court, like yeah. a freestanding food court. So you've taken something that was once immersed in mall culture, which is not cool anymore, plucked it out of Stranger mall culture. Stranger Things
0: is trying to bring it back. Yeah, that's true.
1: I never made it to that season. Couldn't oh, do oh it. you didn't? Couldn't do it. Stop caring about those kids. Those kids and the changes <laughs> they go through? <laughs> I get it. Anyway. Yeah. So the wash. Looking forward to it. I don't have- On Gallatin Road. On Gallatin Road. Somewhere. Yeah. I don't have
0: a- uh, I know, think it just came out A that launch but, date, yeah, yeah, but- yeah. Yeah. The article was just published the other day. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds exciting. Yeah. Get a I think so too. variety of places in one place.
1: You know, I really like Hunter's Station. I, I didn't mean for it yeah. to sound like I was hating on it. I no, I like it too. Really cool to go in there and be able to like try a bunch of different stuff and like maybe I want some fries from this place and I want something Very else. Very good place. for
0: the families.
1: Yeah. It's great. You know, yeah. So, and I like the outdoor eating. And I think Hunter's is even expanding into that second building. So there'll be even more oh, stuff yeah. over
0: there. So, right.
1: it's a cool new trend that I like, you know? I can get behind it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Cool. All right, so this is just, a it's not a new restaurant, but it is a, a restaurant that is expanding. Okay. I think you've been there maybe before. I don't know. Emmy Squared? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite pizza spot in town. It is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. For sure.
1: Okay. Really? I, they do Detroit-style pizza, and to yes. my knowledge, no one else does Detroit-style No,
0: pizza. and I was kind of looking at what detroit styled pizza is maybe you can elaborate i can it is square it's in a square pan
1: right so you get some nice square corners lots of crispies a lot of crispies around the edges it's thicker than what you would get at just like a domino's or whatever but it's not as thick as say a chicago style where you're like this, this is, is gross. Much. This yeah. is too much. So it's it's a really perfect balance of the amount of dough and the toppings, and then the crispy edges are just yeah
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah. And Emmy Square does it very very well. Yeah, yeah. I've had I, it I, in Detroit, and Emmy Square oh, does yeah. does it very well. So. Didn't they open like in Brooklyn?
0: They did originally, or mm-hmm. I, I don't know a lot of history about it. Yeah, I think so. In Bushwick, um, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, for whatever reason, the one time I went there years ago, I had a burger, so I didn't even have They a, apparently have an award-winning burger. They do. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, Mickey and I talked about it. Uh, I think we did a hamburger episode. Oh, uh, and right. I think he yeah. talked about it in depth uh, really, really early on mm-hmm. in the series. But this one is opening up in Germantown. Mm. Uh, when they do open up, it'll probably be open by the time this goes live, but I believe it is going to be only a takeout and delivery at first but they are going to have a dining room area and it's in the old uh, silo I don't know if you remember that no. it was one of those restaurants that wasn't around real long and then got hit by the tornado Ugh. and enough damage was done for mm. it to not reopen yeah bummer and so uh, they're in that space so I'm I'm looking forward just because I, I for whatever reason I've never had a The pizza from there since it is a little closer to my house i definitely will be going there but i have a question Uh and maybe you have had this i don't know have you had their nashville hot chicken pizza no and i would not because i don't eat chicken but well that is
1: true (laughs) Uh, yes but also i don't eat chicken and would not order a hot chicken pizza because Is that
0: necessary? Th- I mean, an, uh, it's not. Nashville hot chicken pizza.
1: I mean, I give them some accolades for trying. Like, yeah, eh. that's a thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, when I did eat meat, I didn't really like hot chicken. I found it yeah. oppressive. I yeah. found it to be painful. It certainly can be. To eat and not rewarding the next day (laughs) whatsoever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean I guess. I think they're catering to the people that come in looking for Nashville Hot something and can't. Wasn't there an
1: Emmy Squared in Green Hills? Is there There still? still No, there still still is. is.
0: Okay. Uh, I don't know how new the Nashville Hot Chicken Pizza is. Mm -hmm. I just read that that is an option. I'll leave Um, that to you. But I, I will say I
1: love the Emmy Squared Pizza. I love the Detroit style pizza. Don't come back to me and say I got The hot chicken pizza, and it
0: was gross. That's on you. No, no, no. they Uh, do good pizza. uh, No, I'm sure they do, but I guess my question is more of like, is it pizza if there's Nashville hot... I I mean, I guess... uh, What is a pizza? Well, it's a very broad uh, statement at this point. Are
1: you saying chicken can't go on a pizza? No, it certainly can, but I... Well, what's... You're saying... I mean, hot chicken is like battered and fried, right? Like
0: yeah, I'm just saying it seems a little kitschy.
1: I think fried chicken on a pizza is pretty wild. That's weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know if I've ever had fried chicken on a pizza. I mean, when I am ordering a pizza, mm-hmm. I want it to taste like a pizza. Yeah. Meaning it can have olive oil sauce or uh, pasta sauce mm-hmm. or whatever uh, your cheeses and you know. But I Nashville hot chicken. Right. I, I don't think I, I I want that. They aren't that worlds that really, need to collide. That, uh, you got that <laughs> damn right. <laughs> Another thing, uh, which I'll just really m- mention quickly, there's a new place opening called Flatiron in Midtown that has Nashville hot fried oysters.
1: Mmm, okay.
0: I love oysters. Yeah. Why the? Why would you put Nashville hot something on an oyster? Like, I just don't get, like, I mean, I, I do get it. I do get it. I know it's a thing. But if you want... The real deal. Get Nashville hot fried chicken, or get Nashville hot chicken, yeah, or Nashville uh, hot catfish. I mean, those are the original. But you're
1: restricting these chefs from expanding into a a fusion world where they bring these two (laughs) items together in an unexpected way.
0: Oh God, I know. Yeah, I'm definitely limiting them. Yes. So. I mean, what other are there? Other
1: cities that are known for a thing, and then that thing just rages out of control. There's got to be, sh- right? I'm sure there is, you know.
0: But you got that right, man. It is raging out yeah. of control. Yeah, it's I total. Think it's kind of stupid.
1: Well, I think you nailed it. That it's a it's a tourist attraction, you know. Yeah. Like it's a way to be like welcome to Nashville. You like our hot chicken? We got it on an oyster. Right. Like, like
0: yeah, we're not going down to Ewing Street to have that. Na- well. That place doesn't exist anymore. But uh, you know. Right. It's like go if you really are coming into town. I mean, go to Hattie B's. You want Nashville? I mean, chicken, that's
1: yeah, you know, that's as tourist-friendly as you can get yeah, for hot it chicken. Is. I mean, I do think you should probably visit like a real no. hot chicken place. No, you, if should, you, go want to but, you yeah. should go to the original. You
0: should go to Prince's. Yes. In- anyway.
1: Yeah. I love I, it. I've never seen you so riled up about a, a topic and pizza. I'm just yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it. It's great. Uh, uh, it's good Unless it's see. in barbecue, it I, feels like it's maybe ruining oysters and pizza for you. You're like, keep those away. Those are my
0: those are my kids. Keep them away. I it sort of is a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love some oysters. Yeah. And, and I certainly don't mind putting certain ingredients on top of oysters uh, that are unusual as long as it enhances the oyster taste. Whereas I think Nashville Hot, you when, when you're thinking hot, Nashville Hot sauce or whatever, uh-huh. that's predominantly what you're going to be tasting. Yeah. On top of whatever the dish is.
1: I'm trying to wrap my my brain around the default taste of an oyster, which I think is very sort of (laughs) briny and salty. Yes. And now making it hot. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a wise idea.
0: Yeah, I, I can't see how that can work. I mean, maybe, in terms of flavor profiles, right? Not smart. Not smart at all. <laughs> so anyway, I will be going to Emmy Square to get some Detroit-style pizza. I will not be getting their Nashville hot good chicken pizza. Good.
1: What about this? What is it? Flatiron?
0: I haven't read much about it. Will it.
1: you? Will you be a tourist and try it? Will you just try it for the show? For the sake of the show, Matt. Will you try? How about it?
0: somebody else try it and get <laughs> back to us? Okay. Uh, it's in right. Midtown. I just thought of
1: someone who loves oysters and loves hot chicken. I could probably convince him to do it. Yeah? We'll bring uh, Mr. Cody Newman. We'll bring him on the show. I'd love to have Cody on the show. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen him. He's an adventurous eater, so he'll, he'll try it out. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be our experiment. <laughs> Uh, What else you got? I got. uh, I mentioned this on the last episode, but you know, Clausen Sandwiches over here in Wedgewood, Houston, they've started this new seitan business where they are making their own seitan and distributing it. Uh, The last I'd read about it, they were sort of still in this incubation phase where they were like getting their packaging together and Mm -hmm. starting to get it out into the world. But I just wanted to give an update that it is now out in the world and that you can go to places like Rosie's Twin Kegs, various artists brewing, Hattie Bee's, Hot Poppy Go which I've never heard of. Brave Idiot, which I've never heard of. Brave uh, Idiot? Mm-hmm. What is that? Brave Idiot uh, is a food and beverage place, Nashville-based celebration of spice. And that's it. And it's like a, a pop-up, I think. Okay. But you can order online, and they have an item called Mac Inception. How about that? Okay. It's three giant jumbo pasta shells stuffed with green chili horseradish, mac and cheese, coated in flaming hot sauce. <laughs>
0: there we go yeah
1: another place called oh my chives on Nolansville, um and a couple other places so like if that remark about Satan from clausen is exciting to you as a listener it's starting to get out there and that to me is
0: that's great it's awesome lots of places to yeah. be able to have it
1: so haven't eaten right. yet still wanted to before yeah. this
0: episode that's failed okay. that's all right yeah what else you got busy one other place and i think we established quite clearly <laughs> on the last episode that we're not going to be going down Uh to the first level. It sounds like
1: you're about to tell me that you... Elevated
0: honky-tonk. No, no, no. no. That you
1: have gone to the (laughs)
0: elevated honky-tonk. Is that where this is leading? No, no, no. Okay. There is a new place that opened on the third floor of Fifth and Broadway that just opened. Okay. That is very close to the first level Mm -hmm. that is called Sixty Vines. And it's a... I think this is the second restaurant. uh, It's out of Plano, Texas. Their thing is having a wine on tap program. Wines
1: on tap. Wine on
0: tap. So they have 60 different wines and kegs. (laughs) Each keg can hold up to about the equivalent of 26 bottles of wine and so i think it's cool because they say like this reduces the carbon footprint Mm -hmm. and one year it reduces fifty thousand bottles of wine from either i would hope a lot of those would be recycled but maybe being in landfills definitely the wine on tap and is intriguing
1: yeah there's a wine place on gallatin road that's kind of offset from the road whose name i can't remember but they had wines on tap and i liked it I'm, yeah. It didn't bother me at all in the slightest. I think there's like a, a snootiness about uh-huh. wine culture where you're like, you want the bottle to be unopened in front of you and you could sniff it and right. you can taste it and make sure right. it's not soured
0: and, yeah. bl- you know, act like you have the most refined taste. Right. You know what you're doing? Like, oh, yeah. I see that label. That's exactly yes. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. you have no clue. All right.
1: Exactly. You're like, well, it, it doesn't taste horrible. So that's <laughs> right. good enough for me. So I think that's really exciting. No, it's cool. I mean, will I go down there?
0: I'd probably not.
1: No, but um, you know what? If you but, found yourself down there, now that there, maybe there's somewhere yeah. you could go.
0: And it's on the third floor. Apparently they have a great viewing area of just the downtown. So you can watch all the drunkards and then walking down Broadway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, while you have some good wine. I, the food looks... You know, fine, your yeah. basic kind of whatever food. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it's interesting. It looks, I mean, the picture you saw looks nice, cool. You know,
1: we talk about avoiding downtown at all costs, which yeah. is, in general, very good advice to give. But sometimes it's okay to go downtown and enjoy the yeah. idiocracy that is happening oh, yeah. down there. Oh, and totally. now it sounds like maybe there's a little respite. You just yeah. go to 60 Vines, yeah. Watch, yeah. The, watch the parade of idiots, and <laughs> have a nice wine. And know that you're like not contributing to like kind of the the
0: ecological aspect of wine that's really bad yeah and it is for <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah. so no that's a cool cool thing who knows maybe we'll go down there yeah at some point. yeah no maybe room.
1: we'll do a downtown episode that's like the good things that's downtown a, that's the a good g- things great idea yeah because there that's are really good, good things down there there are a lot of good things down there yeah definitely for sure so. we'll see Later on. <laughs> yeah. We're not ready yet. I'm not – definitely post-COVID, I'm not
0: quite ready <laughs> to go downtown yet. Yeah.
1: like It still feels yeah. like a bit of a cesspool. Well, so. you
0: still see – like, uh, you know, a lot of those party buses, I guess they're just tired of doing the same loop downtown. Right. I mean, they're coming into East Nashville now. I mean, what? they're not, like, deep in East Nashville, but if you're trying to get on an inter- interstate right there at Main Street uh-huh. or Woodland – when I was there last week, trying to get down to Franklin, there were three party buses, all right there, like just turning. So I think it's East Nashville seeping into their route a little bit. Wow. For so sorry, better or worse? Yeah, I mean for worse. Um, no, for worse. It's, no, it's for worse. Yeah,
1: it's because if those can they? I don't know what the rules are with the party buses. Could they cruise five points? Is that allowed? Well, I don't know why they couldn't. Uh, maybe they're restricted to a certain zone. I, I don't
0: know. Yeah. I mean, I've really, like I said, I've only seen them kind of right there on 5th in Woodland, not going deep into East Nashville at all. But, I mean, I think if it keeps on creeping further and further where they get in five points, there's going to be, rightfully so, a lot of people that are going to, Not be happy about that. Mm, Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Oh, crazy times for Nashville. Crazy crazy times. Crazy times. Anyway, what you
1: got? Yeah, so I wanted to start, you know, I don't know when this episode will come out. I'm hoping to get it out in May, depending on the amount of time I have to edit. I mean, yeah, it'll be it'll be May. Yeah, you you were listening to this in May. I'll go ahead and commit (laughs) to that. May is API Heritage Month, which is the Asian and Pacific Islanders uh, sort of celebratory month. I don't know if you are familiar with all of the terrible things that have been happening in the news to a lot of people from Asian descent. Unless
0: you just don't watch the news at all, or yeah.
1: So uh, I was listening to one of our fellow podcasts on the We Own This Town network. It's called Into the Wormhole with Larissa and mm-hmm. Lauren. It's a Star Trek focused podcast, and the host Larissa Maestro is Filipino. Like mm-hmm. that's she's an American; she's born here, but yeah. her her heritage sure. is that. And they did a whole episode about my favorite Asians on Star Trek, and it was just <laughs> reeling through all of the different franchises and all of the Asian characters that are in those different episodes of different sh- Star Trek shows. And she mentioned at the end uh, a place called Mama Yang and Daughter. Have okay. you heard of this? Never heard of it. No, I hadn't either. And uh, I looked them up eatmamayang.com. It's a um, mom and daughter that are making dumplings and other just like incredible foods out of a place called Citizen's Kitchen so i learned about two things here uh that sound amazing one is mama yang and daughter which has pork dumplings mushroom dumplings veggie dumplings galleon pancakes sweet and sour soup wontons like very limited and simple menu but it looks it can incredible. be more authentic so i'm sure it's great right and it's out of this place called citizen kitchen which is the second thing that i learned i've seen citizen kitchen at hunter's station yeah and, i think and i've been heard, like i've heard of that it's like what is this like a uh, refrigerator right it's called something that's sort of weird. It's an incubator. It's a it's a restaurant incubator. So like you're someone that knows how to cook and you've got an idea, but you don't really have a kitchen space. You don't really have all of the materials to sort of mass produce your food. Mm -hmm. You can become a member of Citizens Kitchen. They will supply you with a space, they will supply you with all the tools, and they will also help distribute your wares into these different places that they have around town. So Mama Yang's is part of that, so you can pick up this stuff at Citizen Kitchen, which is both in Sylvan Park, like off Charlotte, and
0: also in Hunter Station. Okay, so Citizen's Kitchen has a shop where you can go and choose different things that you want to or you go and see like so citizen's kitchen in sylvan park is the this kitchen it,
1: that that they use the so you can order to go from there so you okay. can go on mama yang's website put in an order go to citizen kitchen that's over there in sylvan park and pick it up okay or you could go over to Hunter station in east nashville and go to that citizen kitchen sort of refrigerator
0: and they will have their wares as well and i'm intrigued can by what you're saying in terms of the citizen's kitchen refrigerator yeah. So is somebody manning the fridge or?
1: I'm sure you've seen it. it. So where, you know where Hugh Babies is yeah. kind of tucked in the corner, and then next, to, like across the way from that is Vuey's. Yeah. In between is Citizens Market. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a big right. refrigerator there, and you can get some coffee, gotcha. stuff like that. But that's what that is. Okay. So that's like, you can also order food from there, but the stuff that's in that fridge is coming from this uh, incubator.
0: So do you go to, like, the Citizen Kitchen's website so they show you the options that are available of these different different things that they have available in terms of, like, here's Mama Yang's, and here's this other thing, and here's this other thing? Or is, do you have to follow the individuals on Instagram? You kind of follow the
1: individuals. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, like, Soy Cubano
1: uh, is a member of Citizens Market. There you go. Um, A ton of places I have not heard of yet that I'm excited to learn more about that like fat belly pretzel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I am definitely interested. Grilled cheesery is part of them. Okay. But I mean, there's a a very long list of members here. There's a place called dinner bell, whom I know like makes meals that you can get delivered to your house. that are all like fresh produce and stuff. Tons of great ideas here that just would not be able to get off the ground without the assistance central sort of place. Yeah. It's a really neat idea. I mean, I've seen other incubators around town and like pop-up restaurants, Mm -hmm. mostly pop-up restaurants is what I've seen, like a temporary spot for you to use this place's kitchen. But this just seems like, I don't know, it seems a little more dedicated, you know? Now, I haven't actually eaten at Mama Yang's, so I can't give you a review of how the food is, but I can say that uh, I will be ordering it soon because I want to support Both the Citizen Kitchen and Eat Mama Yang. And it just so happens that the API Heritage Month kind of led me there. Sure. And uh, I think it's good that we can support these businesses that are owned by non-white people. So you can go to the Citizen
0: Kitchen's website and it'll list uh, different places. Yeah,
1: it says uh, a member list at the top. So you can click on the members and check out everybody that they help support.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well. What do you got? The last week I've been to a place, not once, but twice. Okay. So you like it. I do like (laughs) it. And it's called Henry James Bar. Ah, I have heard of. That is located on 3807 Gallatin. So if you are familiar with the quicksack, it's right there at Stratford and Gallatin. Stratford runs in, there's a brand spanking new stoplight
1: there. Okay.
0: And Wasn't this place a, like a vape place? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a hookah bar. Mm. And I believe there were some shootings maybe. I'm. No, there was it, a shooting there. Yeah. and I, I think it, a murder happened. Yeah, a murder outside. happened outside. Yeah. Uh, and so, I, you know, it closed down. I don't think, you know, I don't know exactly why it closed down. I'm sure that had something to do with it. I'm going to say the murder probably had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, probably so. Yeah. And so nothing was there for quite a while. Yeah probably because of COVID. But then Henry James, it just I, I think it just kind of opened. There wasn't a, like a grand opening. I think it was very low key. I didn't even realize it was open yet. And uh, Mickey actually said, hey, let's, uh, let's go to Henry James. And I said, oh, it, is it open? <laughs> he said, yes. So we went there. And it is, I don't know exactly who describes this, but it is being described as the older crowd Mickey's.
1: Well, it's owned by the Mickey's it, people, exactly.
0: right? And I think that has obviously something to do with it because it's owned by the guy that runs Mickey's Tap Room, or Mickey's Tavern, rather. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we went there, and it was it was great. It's cool. It's in kind of a dark little mm-hmm. establishment uh, bar um, in the middle, U-shaped bar. Mm-hmm. They have some booths around the side, have some darts, pool table, jukebox,
1: I'm looking at pictures of it here online. What does it look like? It looks like uh, Lakeside Lounge. It does resemble
0: yeah. Lakeside Lounge. But
1: it's uh, it's like a classier version of like, Lakeside. No offense to Lakeside Lounge. That's a sports bar. But Well, no. Lakeside Lounge is not a sports bar. What? No.
0: Isn't Lakeside Lounge, that's the place where you have to like knock on the door for them to open? No, that's behind Lakeside Lounge. Oh, that's what is
1: that? Lakeside Lounge is the old uh, super smoky East Side oh. bar. Oh, okay. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. God, we picked a hell of a day to record a podcast when both of our brains are completely fried. You're thinking of Attaboy, Attaboy. which is right behind, yes. owned by the same people. Lakeside Lounge and Attaboy, okay. I believe, are owned by the same people. Attaboy is a speakeasy. You got to knock on the door, you get a little yes. window, all that stuff. But Lakeside Lounge is like, it's just a sports bar. You Go there okay. to watch games. There's like.
0: Well, you know. I, I would say I have not been to Lakeside Lounge, so mm-hmm. I can't say if it's like it, but mm-hmm. I have been to Attaboy, and I would say it is sort of like Attaboy. So you're telling
1: me this is Lakeside Lounge and Attaboy had a baby. Combined. And it's Henry James. Yes. Great.
0: Love it. Scary story in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, so it looks
1: nice. The photos online look it's really nice. It's really cool. Yeah. I
0: mean, I definitely... Really, it's, I'm going to be going back there often, I think. It's very laid back. It is an older crowd. I mean, what does that mean exactly? I mean, I...
1: What does that mean? We're in our 40s. We are in our 40s. So We're, is it I'm, more of well, us
0: or is it... So the first time that I went there on Mondays, I believe they have industry night. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I don't think there was anybody there younger than 30. Cool. Okay, I went there again this past weekend on a Friday night and it was maybe a little skewed, slightly younger, but still not much. Yeah. I would say the people that are hanging out are people in in their 30s and people in their 40s, maybe people in their 50s. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But it just doesn't skew like 24 year old. Right. You know.
1: Do you feel uncomfortable in a bar that's filled with 24 year olds? Mm, Not so much. No. Eh, a little bit, maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes. It depends on the bar. If I'm at France and I'm the oldest person there, yeah, yeah. I feel a little weird. <laughs> but you know what? You're never the oldest person at France. You're never. Y- you're
0: not. Yeah. Definitely. Can't happen. Definitely. But uh, I don't go to a lot of places. Like, I mean, Duke's, like, it, it's such a wide range of people. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely younger people there. For but sure. Like, yeah, I typically don't go to places where I know it's going to be like trending 30 and under only mm-hmm. but no i mean i definitely am getting to the age of where i'm like yeah i've noticed that yeah 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 definitely <laughs> one of the few guys with some gray hair but it's fine right i don't yeah. give a
1: shit i remember uh being in my 20s and going to bars and not noticing people with gray hair at all like yeah. they're just they don't even register to you as right.
0: entities that exist So yeah, like, yeah. You... there's some race <laughs> just like they're there floating <laughs> right one day i'll be one of those guys, but I, don't I just know, I, I don't even look at. Them. I mean,
1: I just mean to say, like, I, when you get older, you're like, oh, I stick out. I'm the older right. person, but the young people are just like, do shit. not give a shit. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, 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 they really, really are not paying attention at all to <laughs> you. Yeah. So, so it's fine. But uh yeah, so Henry James, they have a pretty decent menu, it, and it ranges from just like some small appetizers to braise short ribs with frights. So, <laughs> uh, it, it is a very small menu but as a wide-ranging menu. Yeah. They also have something that made me chuckle is uh, I don't know why but they have sopapilla. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: okay, that's a little strange. strange. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it the only, I think the last time I had sopapilla was when I worked at El Chicos uh in murfreesboro back in 1998 yeah this um, is crazy
1: i gotta look up their menu now
0: but it's... uh i'm sure their sopapilla is much better than el chico sopapilla i don't know man maybe uh, man it was a hot item back when i was <laughs> serving it back in the day yeah um, they have mussels? but yeah they have mussels they have poutine which i had the poutine which was very good Really, really enjoyed it. Had some chorizo on it. But you obviously can get it without meat. Sure. Yeah, mussels, hummus. So that's the thing. If you just want a little hummus, you can get that or you can get mussels. Yeah, this looks awesome. So real kitchen, full kitchen, just small menu. But when I went there, and I believe they are still having now, I don't know how long it will be there on the menu. On that Monday industry industry night, they had somebody from uh, representing Dickel. Oh, and they have a dickel menu. And I think I had what is maybe my favorite drink in Nashville. Whoa. And Whoa. it big, is called big news. Eugenius. And what it is, is it's dickel, yellow chartreuse, honeycrisp apple, lime, and ginger, and maybe one other ingredient. And I read that off, and you think, oh, that sounds really sweet or too much and it is perfect. Personally I'm just getting away from bourbon drinks Mm -hmm. and I was hesitant to get anything on the menu that was any dickle items, but it was happy hour prices. So I was like, I'll try this. Sure. Even though it has I think the normal amount of bourbon in it, it was very light tasting. Um, on the bourbon. This sounds like a dangerous drink. That's exactly what it is, because yeah. it's very clean. Yeah, and it is not that sweet, mm. and it just goes down the throat so oh, easy.
1: Man, see, you don't want your bourbon to not make you give pause. You want your bourbon <laughs> to make you be like, Ooh. you want a little. Ooh. i gotta slow down you know because if it's like that where you're like this is delicious (laughs) yeah i'll have another please
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i was just i was taken back i was just like what is this it was man it was delicious wow that's a hell of a review i love to hear it really really good and second time i went there we uh, thought we were going to rosemary and beauty queen but i didn't listen correctly and we went back to uh well, we went to Englewood lounge first mm-hmm. and then after had a drink there and then walked over to henry james and i was really really looking forward to uh, a pink glove oh yeah and the bartender at henry james made one for me oh really it was, yeah it wow. was great i didn't say like Hey do you hang out at rosemary there's a drink called the pink glove yeah like that um, just basically told him what it was and so you did not order a pink glove I did not order a pink glove and look at them like do you know what that is yeah Can you make that? dear Lord uh, I need a shandy right now yes but uh, <laughs> that was very tasty um so anyway yeah cool place. Like good hang, yeah. You're, very not, you're low, not the first to key. recommend
1: that. I mean, like, really? yeah. Uh, several other friends of mine who are generally, you know, they've been uh, regulars at Mickey's Tavern, and mm-hmm. they are my age, are now going to Henry James. And they're like, yeah, it's great. That makes sense. Yeah,
0: because I think if I went to Mickey's Tavern, what you were you were talking about earlier, I might feel a little bit, yeah, because definitely excuse younger, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I haven't been in there a while. Sure I mean, it's fine. I I always go there with a group.
1: So, I don't, I also don't care who else is there. Right. But yeah, I could see that. I could see people feeling a little strange.
0: Yeah. 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 Highly recommend. Cool. Highly recommend. Love it. Love it.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. I can't, I've needed that kick in the pants to go there. This is how this show works. You go to a place that I've been wanting to check out (laughs) and you say, it was phenomenal. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm really going to do it. And then I go do it. Autos. Yeah. You endorsed it. it, checked it out, loved it. Henry James, you're endorsing it. I'm going to go check it out, and I'm confident I will love it. Nice, nice. I'll
0: mention maybe one other place. Sure. I got, I got a quick one, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Why don't you do your yeah. quick one, and then maybe we'll just move on. This Music. will be super quick. Okay. Super right. quick. What you
1: got? I want to give a quick shout out to Never Never Bar. Here in Wedgwood, Houston. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. What is it? It is right on the... It's right where... You know where Bastion is in Wedgwood, Houston? If you kept walking past Bastion... I thought Bastion was the last place. No, sir. No, sir. You keep walking past Bastion as if you are... uh, About to walk into the woods? Headed straight to... uh, Or the the railroad tracks? Second Avenue. Like, you're just headed straight to Second Avenue... And right there on the right-hand side is a place called Never Never. No vowels. N V R N V. When you say
0: on the right-hand side, do you mean across the street from
1: Bastion? So you cross the street from Bastion. There's a big parking lot for Bastion. And then behind that parking lot is a place called Never Never. It used to be an auto body shop. Uh Similar to autos, Yeah. And I have been there several times and really, really like it a lot. It is super open, like giant roll top doors in the bar, giant roll top door going into the backyard Mm -hmm. uh, patio area, huge front porch with picnic tables. It's got a very simple look to it. It's very sleek, uh, but not fancy. They generally have like someone there making food. I went and got some nachos that were quite good. Not not as good as Bastion. not not the Bastion nachos. Not as good I mean, as Bastion nachos. Yeah. There's no mm. threat there. Yeah, but still very good. Yeah, and it's just a, it's a very nice atmosphere. Super breezy. It is definitely in a weird spot. You did not know that there was a building there. Yeah, uh, I did not. And you know that's unfortunate for them, but they're right on the edge of Wedgewood, Houston, and I definitely highly recommend it. It's such a good, particularly now that the summer months are coming. It is good place to hang. going to be such a good outdoor hang. So how long has it been around? Do you know, not that long, but maybe a year. Okay, so long enough yeah. that you should have heard of it by yeah. now. But yeah, definitely. Not that. That's long. okay. Yeah, do recommend. Nice. And they they weathered the the corn. You know the COVID storm. So. Right. Uh, that's a double plus.
0: Good. Never, ever.
1: Never, never.
0: Never, never. Yeah.
1: NVR, NVR.
0: All right. Well, last weekend, like I mentioned earlier, at the beginning of the episode, we went out to eat for the first time inside a restaurant, and where we went was Geist. Mm. And so my, uh, Mickey talked about it a couple years ago, yeah. I think, pretty early on. And I think he only went there for drinks. So I don't think he had any food there. But it was brand new at the time. So, of course, you may or may not have heard, uh, it took a hit from the tornado. I did not hear. The wall facing Jefferson Street just completely crumbled. Oh, no. Yeah. So, well, you know, uh, lots of places got hit because of the tornado and then COVID. And so it was closed, I believe, for most of the year. And I'm not sure how long it's been back open. Not that long a couple months Mm -hmm. maybe i'm not sure exactly but we went and had a fantastic time it's a really cool establishment it was back in the 1800s a blacksmith cool establishment so it definitely has that feel to it all the original brick well yeah except for the brick that fell sure you know kind of that it definitely looks like it's from the 1800s late 1800s early 1900s in terms of feel it's bigger than i thought i thought When Mickey was talking about it, and maybe they've expanded, I I, I really don't know. I thought it was only just like this one room with the bar, but it's it's much bigger than that. There's two other side rooms now, and then they have a really nice... Uh, patio that i think they built during covid when they were closed took advantage of that and so it's it's nice size it's not a small place
1: yeah this looks great i'm I'm browsing their photo gallery on their site right now and you really can't get a sense of the space from it you get the vibe with the brick and the old hardwood floors and yeah it's a
0: couple different rooms each room isn't huge uh but i think i'm getting a new orleans vibe from this i can see that yeah yeah. Which def- I like. Definitely. Well, I know, you, I know you like N-O. Yeah, I love the, Nola. the uh, NOLA. Great, great food. So definitely skews a little bit on the fish seafood side. Mm-hmm. And so we had, as a starter, uh, the tuna crudo, which was just raw tuna i i don't know i I don't know if sashimi would be the right word or not but uh it was very tasty had some good citrus flavor to it yeah but our friends that were with us they ordered the whipped feta and i thought that uh you know butcher and b had the whipped feta locked yeah for best whipped feta in town and man they have some fierce competition yeah with the whipped feta at geist because it was Delicious! It was really good, and I think the secret ingredient is the radish. Okay, it was really, really good. Like the smoked beets, radish, a little bit of honey, some herbs, and some pistachio. So, wow. Pistachio. So you uh, you use kind of the beets as the dipping, if you want, as like a I, chip. Like a chip, they can bring bread mm-hmm. to you if they want, and we did order some bread. But uh, you don't have to have it with bread. You can certainly use it huh. with the beets. And it was, like I said, delicious, great, highly recommend it. I had halibut, and the halibut comes with mussels. Yeah. Very tasty. Really, really good. The halibut, it was sort of, um, a lot of times when I had halibut, I think it's baked uh, because it's a soft fish. This was not baked? This was char-grilled. Oh. It's pretty unusual. I don't know if, I'm sure maybe in the past, maybe I've had a Mm char-grilled, but I was not expecting it to come out like it was. Did it change the flavor for you? Uh no, 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 it didn't change the flavor. it was just but they did it great because it was a, a, a little hard on on the outside, but still had that really flaky soft on <laughs> the on the inside. so it was it was great, yeah, really, really good. Libby had uh, chicken, which was great. Our friends had fried pork, which I will say was probably the only thing that was like, okay, okay. It was kind of like a schnitzel. It was a lot of pork. <laughs> way too much and uh it was it was okay but everything else we had was great i believe uh curry had the scallops which were really good i believe anyway highly recommend it cool place to hang out when we went it was packed and i didn't even realize it until later that it was graduation weekend (laughs) because at first were having a discussion of like why are there like six 20 year old girls over there with like two older guys is there something Mm-mm. weird going on and then we deduced quickly like right. oh no no no, no. it's you know. you're like you thought it was a prostitution ring and Maybe. then it turned out it was just graduation yeah. <laughs> like a lot of prostitution rings going on <laughs> inside guys because there were uh, several of those tables yeah, yeah.
1: okay um, uh, but j- alas, always good to know yeah. that
0: was not happening <laughs> but uh yeah no we really really enjoyed it and i would highly highly recommend
1: it yeah you know i'll be honest with you i remember mickey talking about this but it had never really clicked to me that this was where it is in in germantown right Mm -hmm. and that it had this vibe and that it had this menu like looking over the photos and stuff here it looks incredible yeah well, it's no, fantastic. It is. I mean, it's expensive, but it is expensive. But it's a fancy place is, to go eat. Like, like expensive. if your if your dad came down for graduation and right. wanted to take you out, this is somewhere you might go.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They do have a happy hour, so we uh, got there right before six, so we were able to order happy hour appetizers oh, cool. and, and and drinks. So that does help a little bit. For sure. You're right. It's um, a little more on the pricey side. I mean, that's okay, which yeah. is fine. I mean, h- how many restaurants are like that now around here? A lot yes yeah
1: and here on uh this is the place we give you a wide variety of offerings that's right you know henry james probably not expensive no i guarantee you mama yang's not expensive yeah from but- geist to refrigerator where you can get some food that's right but geist's definitely expensive yeah that's all right all right matt let's talk about some music let's do it uh you want to do your recommendation first you want me to do it mine's gonna be a minute it's gonna take you a minute to think of it no or to talk about. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, I'll start then. So I always bring a local recommendation. I am switching it up again a little bit this week, and I'm bringing you a little bit of local hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, there is a very strong local hip-hop scene in Nashville. I don't – it gets some coverage. I think the scene does a good job of covering it, but when you think of Nashville, you
0: really don't think of hip-hop. No, but i got to say, like, Houston Kendrick. Yeah, oh, yeah. I ph- mean – Phenomenal. He's got to be, like, hopefully – going to be on a huge on a national level now
1: yeah i mean i also, don't know how
0: big he is right now i don't I think mean, he's
1: that i don't think he's you know huge yet his stuff is amazing yeah that record I mean, is really good really really good sorry anyway no, that was a recommendation last time it was it was and i think he's also like 23 or something okay.
0: so we will hear i just hope he becomes massive because it's one of those guys who are like oh my god yeah Dude is talented. Dude is super talented, for sure. And you will think the same of
1: these two. Yeah? This is a collaborative EP from two local uh, MCs, Mm -hmm. if you will. Uh, (laughs) Their names are... So Here's white. the thing. Here's the thing. I'm bringing you a hip hop recommendation. I am a 42 year old white male that does not have a long history of hip hop, right? Like hip hop has obviously always been around in my life. Yeah. But I've never had a hip hop phase. I've yeah. never really like picked Delved up the, into it. Yeah, hardcore. like I can't like talk through the different styles and really like talk
0: about it. Ice cubes. Exactly. You know, America it's, KKK record no, versus no. Ice Tees. I can first.
1: barely give you the history and I definitely can't speak to like the styles and, you know, just the different right. types of beats and yeah. all the different uh, I, I, scenes. I can barely do that. I'm like, yeah. I'm ignorant and, you know, I, I, I'm open about my ignorance. But what I can say is that through that comes when I hear something I like, I just like it for what it is. And I'm not Absolutely. coming at it with like, oh, this came from this scene and these people are involved and I like it because it has this history. This is because I'm so ignorant. It's like, oh, I like this, period. Right. End of sentence. Like, I like this. So uh, this is this is a collaborative EP from two, uh, two local hip hop artists. Uh, one's name is Negro Justice and one's name is G Slab and the ep is entitled resplendent okay i don't like that name so it's it's a collaborative ep between the two the two mcs and uh, it's just super solid they both are like phenomenal with their delivery like lots of good amusing and uh clever turns of phrase mm-hmm. in all of their lyrics they've selected some incredibly good beats for the music like lots of horns and interesting drums so it's not just like you know kind of middle of the road like there's there's like an organic element to it that's really great and they both have really interesting vocal cadence as well so i i actually interviewed negro justice on an episode of we own this town music recently he was a blast to talk to Um, I've been keeping up with G-Slab for a while now. He has been doing a ton of stuff. These two are just extremely talented, and it was really cool to see them work on something together. And it's uh, it's just an opportunity to sort of tune in a little bit to the Nashville hip-hop scene, which has tons of artists, and they are great. Like, there's a really, really strong hip-hop scene. So do you
0: know if these are organic artists because the scene here in Nashville when you think of the scene whether it's I don't know country or or India or whatever a lot of people have moved to Nashville because mm-hmm. of the music scene mm-hmm. is that happening in the hip hop scene here too or, or
1: a bit or, but most of the people that I've been keeping up with and been cluing in on are natives I like that yeah okay. and they are cool. just like from here they grew up with hip hop and yeah. you know discovered it for themselves and are doing it now and and awesome. There's a lot of good, a lot of great producers in town, a lot of great beat makers, and that scene is sort of it's it's bubbling up more and more. So uh, it's just I openly admit that I had not been paying attention for a very long time, even though I ran a podcast that's about the local music scene. Mm-hmm. I was just completely ignorant to well, that, but that you part of it. Said
0: kind of why? I mean, you now,
1: know, yeah. but Now, but now I've made like a willful move to like tune in, and yep. I'm loving what I'm finding. You know, there's a lot of it where I'm like, oof, no, no sure. clue what's happening here. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't love this, <laughs> but there's a ton of it, That's like fine. more than than not. That's really impressive. Excellent. So resplendent nice. from Negro Justice and G Slab. I will really check good. it out on Bandcamp.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So I have to come clean a little bit. Mickey's not <laughs> here, so when NXP first started, I listened to it a lot. Mm-hmm. NXP is great. I I still listen to it quite a bit, but they definitely have a format and they definitely have like, their like heavy rotation artists and medium rotation artists. Sure. As radio stations tend to do. As radio stations tend to do. Mm -hmm. And so I started, you know, realizing like I'm just listening to these same songs a lot. Uh Uh So I gravitated sort of back to X and A, which I used to listen to a fair amount and then didn't for whatever reason. And now I went back to it and I just want to give a shout out to them because they have just... So many great shows, but especially like all their morning shows I pretty much listen to. Like their seven and nine yeah. shows yeah. I listen to regularly now, like when we're getting the kids up and getting getting ready. Yeah. And one show in particular, the vinyl plural with Jay Miller. Great show. Also needles and pins the next day on Wednesday. I love it. I think both of them were playing this band called The Lithics. Okay. Which is out of a band out of Portland and that is a band that I'm not going to talk about them. Okay. Uh, they, I think, put out one record on K Records. They just put out a new record this past year. I was like, what label was that? And it, the label was Trouble in Mind. Mm-hmm. Probably. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of them right I right. have. Okay. And so I went to that website, and I was scrolling down, and I just saw an album cover that it was a saxophone with wires coming out of it. And I thought,
1: mm-hmm. Tell so me, what is
0: that? Tell me more. I am immediately gonna listen to that. And the name of that artist is Mac Blackout. Mac Blackout. Mac Blackout. Okay. Chicagoan. He's been around for a long time. And I think been just doing the work in Chicago Mm -hmm. uh, uh, with different groups. And he's also an artist. He does uh mixed media art. Mm. And if you go to his website, he does some amazing art and i was looking through it and i was like this is awesome can i get it but everything pretty much on his website to sold out right now is the album cover his his work yes yeah yeah he does all his own artwork all his own own album artwork so he does all the music himself uh-huh. and he is a sax player but he plays piano plays drums wow. does it all and so it is like free jazz meets tortoise sort of okay. vibe, okay. Um, instrumental. I think he has other records where he does sing on. This one, uh, the one that he just put out back on November 27th, is called Love Profess. That's the one I'm talking about with the album cover with the sax and the wires. Opening track, you listen to it, and it has like this kind of dark, sinister vibe to it mm-hmm. that is mixed with some wailing alto saxophone. I know it sounds great, right? <laughs> you do this every time. You... I didn't mean to. So I pl- was going to talk about the lithics, which is just, it's just like straight ahead, post-punk, really great band. And then I heard this and I was like, what the hell is this? Every episode, and... you come in
1: here with some <laughs> artists and you start it's... throwing around these adjectives that are absolutely insane.
0: So the first track kind of feels like low era david bowie uh-huh. um kind of instrumental with a, a little the little the jazz stuff thrown in yeah. second track feels like it's again the free jazz just but not crazy free jazz just a little bit on top of like an omd record uh-huh uh, keep, i mean and, keep going <laughs> yeah and then like the next track he kind of feels like he's going more in a i don't know craft work sort of motoric vibe and then has some cecil taylor freak out piano jazz on it
1: mm-hmm. yeah uh,
0: <laughs> those are things you would bring together it's like pizza
1: and nashville hot chicken that's craft work and uh, right. piano freakouts. right
0: yeah so uh yeah so that that's kind of what i got that uh and it's uh, i think it's amazing
1: no look uh, you brought in uh, what was that band that you brought in last week black was, country new road yes and i was yeah. like staring at you with this exact face that I have right now. (laughs) And I bought that record after you recommended it and I've listened to it a bunch and it's great. It's awesome. And I don't know if it's because we've been friends for a long time and we just have musical tastes that align, or if you are just able to describe something insanely (laughs) and it's, and it's good. It works. It's good. And it works. Yeah. So I'm, 100% 100% gonna check this out i have
0: zero doubt that i'm gonna yeah. love it it r- reminds me a little bit do you remember the local artist rich ruth oh yeah of course so it definitely like sax is a little bit like um i don't know if you listen to his record yeah it kind of that reverby sax where rich ruth doesn't go out far mm-hmm. into the realm i mean I, I believe he plays guitar so yes there's not really guitar on where like rich ruth might be doing some guitar stuff on here he's doing more of the sax stuff yeah and rich ruth kind of sounds like veers a little more new agey spacey spacey i'd say yeah for sure uh light lighter Uh this is more darker yeah uh and but also beautiful at the same time yeah uh so anyway if that helps at all man we gotta we gotta get you your own podcast (laughs) where you just
1: (laughs) review these things five five minute show five minute show you just come and bring something every episode that's this insane I'll do it okay
0: I love it I can't wait to hear it yeah but uh, check out I believe macblackout.com for the art as well because super cool art and also a lot, and this is the only thing I've listened to. that He, I think, has a lot of stuff that he's put out over the years. Cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll exactly. definitely be linked in the episode description for anybody listening, so you'll be very yeah. easily able to jump to uh, his his uh, site, and probably uh, it's probably on Spotify or something, so I can link. Yeah, to it's that. A, well, Bandcamp or Bandcamp. I mean, I'll link I, to it on Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah, always
0: choose Bandcamp.
1: Yes, for sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. So yeah, oh,
1: free That'll jazz see. meets tortoise with David Bowie's low. <laughs> dark sinister saxophone transitioning into
0: piano freakout piano
1: freakout can't wait can't wait to hear that record (laughs) yeah
0: all right well hope you enjoyed the episode everyone and remember eat up drink up and if anybody asks this is the place to be see ya bye